And what happens with, with, you know, celebrities is one, they want to look cool. They don't want to look lame. They don't want to be the first person to the party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're already making so much money. They're not paying attention. Yeah. Which is why someone like bad baby can leapfrog and make $50 million while y'all think it's just, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be like little kids walking around here worth a hundred million dollars. And you'd be like, yo, what? Wait, how did he do that? Man, I got 10 million subscribers on fan base. What you talking about? Mm. What are you talking about? Like, that's y'all right. over here, wait, y'all over here posting your content for free? For views and likes to get people to just buy tickets to your show? I stream all my concerts on fan base. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right, welcome to another edition of Social Proof Podcast. Dope people that do dope stuff on this show and uh, people who have real receipts. You've got receipts. You've had receipts for a long time, too. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. We got Isaac Hayes the third in yes, the building. Sir. Give him a round of applause, Isaac Hayes III. Yeah! I want to talk about, there's a lot I want to talk about, but can we just jump into fan base first? Sure, if you want to, yeah. You are fighting. You are in a fight. And I like how you fight against big platforms. I like how you position it. Like, yo, if Meek Mill was on Facebook instead of Instagram, I mean, fan base instead of Instagram, he'd be making X amount of dollars. If Cardi B, Cardi B is leaving $100 million on the table but not be on fan base. I need to understand that, though. Well, one, I don't think I'm in a fight. I'll tell you why. This is my belief. Um, When it comes to social media, social media platforms are made relevant by the generation that make them relevant. Then that user base gets older, the platform dies out, and then young people migrate to a newer platform mm-hmm. so myspace is dead facebook is senior citizen instagram's a middle-aged adult tiktok's uh snapchat's a millennial tiktok's a centennial and i built fan base for generation alpha so the real the real ideology behind fan base is not for me anybody can use it but the lifeblood and the longevity of the platform are going to be young people that are like 15 to like 25 26 27 mm-hmm. you built a social media platform. How many people do you have on a platform? 360,000. 360,000 people. Yeah. Where did the idea come from? Uh, a young kid went viral from Memphis. His name is Ghetto Spider. He went viral for dancing in a Spider-Man costume at a GameStop. Mm-hmm. He was from Memphis. I shot him a message and just said, congrats, young Memphis. And he hit me back and basically frantically asked me to manage him. And I was like, I'll manage influencers, but I know what he wanted. Mm. He was trying to figure out how do I capitalize on this moment? And I don't own Spider-Man. And if Marvel wants me to tell me to stop using Spider-Man, they can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was like, let me think about it. And I'll get back to you. And I didn't talk to him for an entire year because after that conversation, I that came up with the idea for fan base. I said, we need a platform where people can subscribe to other people like Netflix where like if you can sing, if you can cook, if you can tell people a better way to do their taxes or work mm-hmm. out, that someone can subscribe directly to you for that content that you can create. And before Fanbase, no platform existed as a native application that allowed people to do that. Meaning there was Patreon, there was OnlyFans, but there was not a platform where you could take out your phone, click a button and use a face scan or a fingerprint and subscribe directly to another person. We invented that that mechanism because Apple wouldn't even let us do it when we wanted to do it. But now people steal it. Of course. Do you, do you, do you think people see you and take your ideas and implement it? Absolutely. 1000%. Any evidence or is it just, Oh, this is the way of the world. No, it's the way of the world. Nothing is proprietary. So you can't really defend a lot of things that you do create. 
you just have to execute better than the next person. Mm-hmm. You know, we we joke all the time. Like it was funny because when we announced that we were, we changed the price of subscription from three ninety nine to four ninety nine, and literally the next day, Instagram started rolling out subscription to like every single everybody that we knew. Everybody's like, I got subscriptions today, mm. like all of it. They know, but that's good for me because I'm a platform that I'm the little guy, and you're worried about me. And I understand why platforms are worried about fan base because again. They have a lifespan. They're dying. Mm. You know what I mean? There's there's no amount of innovation. I don't care what Mark Zuckerberg builds. I don't care what Instagram does. There's nothing that's going to get a 16-year-old to sign up and join Instagram today if their older sister or their mother or their grandmother's on Facebook. They're not coming. Mm. Kids always want to be on platforms where their parents are not. Gotcha. Give me some history of other, because I'm, again, I was just telling you, you're one of the smartest people I follow, for sure. And I'm sure you've studied the waves of social media. Mm-hmm. Walk me through like timelines of why people leave, why things are created, and how long does it typically take for a platform to like catch on? There is no timeline of a platform catching on. I would say, and ironically, you know, black culture contributes so much to social media and the creativity of social media. So I want to start with Black Planet. Mm-hmm. Black Planet was really the first social network. And if you think about it, if you look That's at the old, if you look at the old UX UI Black Planet, it's very similar to what MySpace built. Hold on, how old are you? You don't know what Black Planet is, do you? I yeah. know it's crazy. You it was found, it was it. found in like 2000, 2001. <laughs> Omar was sound. Omar was sound. This other dude, they founded it. But if you look at the UX UI Black Planet, MySpace, UX UI, what's that mean? User experience, user interface. Yep. So it looks very similar to the way that MySpace looked. And MySpace came around in like two thousand four or five. Gotcha. So they so. We were always the inspiration for platforms like that. MySpace died out, um, and then people migrated to Facebook. And then why did MySpace die out? Do you do you know? I think or do you have any I, theories? I, I mean, I, I think probably just because they sold it. I think it was a cash out. Like he cashed out, and he was no longer running the platform. And those platforms, Facebook and MySpace, were pre-mobile. Instagram was the first mobile first application. It started. No Twitter. No Twitter was desktop first. Oh, so you're saying like they built it for that particular for for the the mobile device. Instagram was the first. Yeah. To build it for a mobile device. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, okay, So Black Planet, MySpace, MySpace sees Black Planet and creates something just like it. More money. Yeah. And white. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an and, cent- and centered around, and, 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 but it was also the freedom to to change your profile and be expressive and creative. Yeah. I can move my top eight around. I can put yeah. a clock on there, a song. It just gave the freedom of of creativity, and people really like that. Right after MySpace was what Facebook, Facebook, yeah. MySpace was before Facebook, yeah, because it was around at the same time. But Facebook started for colleges. Yep. Right. Were you on Facebook early on? No. How do you? I'm 47. You weren't on Facebook? Oh, because you probably weren't in college. I didn't point. go to college. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And then people transitioned to what? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Where was Snapchat in this? After Snapchat, Twitter. Snapchat was after Instagram. Was it? Yeah, Snapchat was like. What Snapchat was the was one before Snapchat that was like Snapchat? It was something. No, maybe Vine, but. Vine. But Vine was right above. But, but you know, it's so funny. There were a lot of social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I can the difference between, I'll say this, when it comes to adoption, like, I'll be the first person to tell you that I hated on every social media platform 
that ever came out until I got the aha moment. And then I realized what the big play was, right? I hated on every single one. Mm-hmm. I got on MySpace and was like, this is stupid. So I've seen my homeboys huddled around a desktop like, you can have friends, <laughs> girls on here. And I'm like, yeah. word, right? <laughs> and then Twitter Twitter was like, I got on Twitter, my former publicist, God rest her soul, she said, you need to get on this platform called Twitter. It was like 2007. And I got on there, nobody was there. It was empty. Really? Nobody was on, nobody. I would tweet and I would get no response, right? Nothing would happen. I said, this is stupid, right? And then- Michael Jackson died in 2009 and everybody was talking about it on Twitter. And I said, Oh, this is going to be the news before the news. So if someone gets to shooting, the people that are there will let people know what's going on via Twitter before the news can even get there. So it's instant news. Twitter, by the way, I think is the only immortal social network. I think it's, I think it's going to, I think it'll never go away Mm. because Twitter's defined. All the other social networks are defined by the generation that use them. Twitter's defined by what's happening right now. Who won the game? What's Elon Musk doing? You know, who got in trouble with who? What what is China doing? It's right now. Instagram's the same way. No. Instagram has it. No, Instagram has a has an audience. As a is a usually it's not defined by what's now, it's defined by the generation that make it relevant. Instagram's irrelevant right now. TikTok is more relevant than Instagram. Mm. Yeah. That's real. That's yeah. real. So as an entrepreneur, you get this idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create my own social media platform. Yeah. Who's the first person on there? Well, first, I never built an app before. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a songwriter producer by trade. I've been producing and writing music and in the music industry. And um, I talked to some friends of mine that I met at the gathering spot in Atlanta. Um, Justin Dawkins, Barry Gibbons, and Jewel Burks. They were like my tech sensei. Yeah. Right? I call them my tech sensei. Did they build fan base? No. They gave me, I went to them and said, how do you build an app? And they yeah. were like, you need this, you need this, you need this person. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You have to have that and do that. And and they said, you need some money, right? And so being a person in music, fortunately enough for me, I had kind of pivoted out of just producing for regular people and started putting my music on TV and film. Mm-hmm. Um, I could advance myself royalty. So I advanced myself like $200,000. And spent that money to build the MVP of Hold Fanbase. Hold on. I don't understand. Yeah. Explain that. What do you mean? You started advancing yourself royalties. What the heck? I don't understand. So, so instead of producing for artists, right, and getting yeah. albums, yeah. I took all my instrumentals and gave them to a company, and they put them in reality shows and TV shows. So Real Housewives, Love & Hip Hop, Married to Medicine, Guy Code, E! News, TNT. Every time you're watching those shows in the background, those transitions – those are like a lot of that is my music. It's been my music for like seven or eight, nine years. Right? Really? Yeah. And you get paid every time they play it. So you just go to the mailbox and get a check, you know, so I might go to the mailbox and get a check for like $25,000 for a quarter, you know, make, you know, stuff like that. So I say, I'll advance myself the money and just take a gamble. And that's usually what you call a friends and family round where you get that first initial like pre-seed capital to build your prototype. I said, I can bypass that and not give up equity in the company and just foot the bill myself. And I'm a risk taker. I don't, you know. Gotcha. So just in the just, I'm sorry, just case because I, I I can make beats a little bit, so I can take some money. You like you if you if you have revenue coming in, you can say, all right, give me two hundred thousand dollars against my future earnings, right? And they'll give it to you at yeah. a at a cost. I don't no. imagine with BMI. No, it's just it's just they just give it to you. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's dope. So you was two hundred thousand the number? Yeah. Well, I did a hundred. I did a hundred. I think I did a hundred one time, and then I went and got another hundred. So $200,000 to build the app. Yeah. What was the first step you took? Like, what, what was the first dollar that you had to pay to build a gap? So, well, first thing I did was the name fan base, I trademarked it. Mm-hmm. I, hadn't, I didn't have anybody to build it. I said, let me see if I can trademark the name fan base specifically for a downloadable social media software in the form of subscription. Mm-hmm. And it was available and I trademarked it. Okay. Um, then that same attorney, my attorney, a good friend of mine, Drew, we, we've been working together for about 18 years in music. He's like, and this is, this is, a, this is a, a very 
a, a significant part about the story because Fanbase is a black founded social media startup. And what I'm about to say is not to throw anybody under the bus, but initially I wanted, my goal was to like, I want black developers. Mm-hmm. I want to find, I had like, I had a black, I had a black mentor that was helping me. And in the process, that person kind of just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then the first guy that I went to that was a black developer was like, ah, oh, he's a little too busy to build it. And the second guys didn't have their stuff together. So my attorney drew was like, I know this Argentinian guy mm-hmm. who built a really cool website for me. And he has a company and they built stuff for like the CDC and Taco Bell. He has a development company. You need to meet him. And he lives in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but the team is in Argentina. So it'll cost way less. Like if you're trying to build what you're trying to build, it'll probably cost you $600,000. You can probably get it done for 125, 130. Mm-hmm. And me and Ramiro met and it was magic. It was like, boom, like, when I'm talking about ready to go, it was like instantly chemistry, communication. It was like perfect. So I paid initially um, that company to develop fan base gotcha. along the way. Um, Ramiro and his business partners have been in business for about 10 or 12 years. And they approached me and they said, hey, we want to invest in fan base. Like this is the first thing we built that we feel like we ain't never heard nothing like this. This can yeah. go somewhere. And by talking to Jewel and, and Barry and Justin, you have to have a CTO. And people don't know that's a chief technology officer. So you have to have someone that can build what you say you want to build. So as much as I, much as I have a vision, someone mm-hmm. has to execute that vision. There's a good book called Rocket Fuel that you should read. Um, mm-hmm. Andre 3000 told me to read it. But it talks about um, visionaries and integrators. And so I'm a visionary. I play that role. It's big mm-hmm. ideas, close the deals. I'm that guy. But you have to have people to integrate. Yeah. And Ramiro is an integrator. So they take all the stuff that I say on you know, my vision and right. make the buttons do what they're supposed to do masterfully. Um, Let me ask this question. Yeah. Why was your first thought, I want the whole team to be black? Because there is a disproportionate relationship between black culture and technology. Mm-hmm. When I was reading the amount of money that, that companies like Facebook were making in ad revenue, mm-hmm. $113 billion a year, you know. <sighs> you know, $90 billion a year. Right. And my point is, is like, has anybody ever thought the, the, the vehicle is Facebook. The vehicle is Instagram. The gasoline is youth and black culture. Has anybody ever stopped and said, Hey, like let's take $6 billion and put it in the hood. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like let's put it in Chicago. Let's put, (laughs) let's put it in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Really let's create like creator centers and teach kids how to Mm -hmm. code and do all this, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no. And so the, 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 the gift and the curse of being black is we are the apex of innovation. There's nothing cooler than a black person on the planet. I'm not, you can't, I'm telling you, it's like. Nothing cooler than a black person. That's a fact. It's nothing cooler than black people. Like it's, it's, it's impossible to market and promote anything as being cool without the assistance of black people. It can be sentimental, romantic, adventurous, exciting, cool. You need our dances. You need our slang. You need our fashion. You need something from us. That says, yeah, that's what's next and that's what's cool. And that is mined and siphoned through advertising and through companies. That is the vibranium. It's like it's like the way that when I say a car doesn't run without gasoline, right? Mm-hmm. Social media doesn't run without the petroleum of black culture. Mm-hmm. And we give it away for free. We just let it flow. And what happens is it it is it is mined and used and then monetized, but not Nobody in the hood gets it. So the little girl that creates the Savage Challenge, they don't, she doesn't wind up with the brand deal, winds up being Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Ray or like that. They just take it and pump it up and let them, let them be rich. But they want you to keep continuing to do that. And that is 
what, what, I, what I say is we have to turn our innovations into acquisitions, right? Mm. We innovate at a speed and a pace that we don't we understand we're creating industries. I got a chance to, to virtually meet Grandmaster Flash about six months ago. And I use this all the time when I talk to people. I said, the moment that you DJed on two turntables and a mixer, someone should have pulled you to the side and said, do not show an MF of what you just showed me. Mm. Let's go figure out how to build turntables and mixers. Because everybody that does this is going to need that. Wow. Fast forward, Pioneer, Techniques, Serato, they own the multi-billion dollar DJ culture. They own it. We should be, everybody should be DJing on the Flash 5,000 right now. He yeah. should be sitting up in some mansion worth about $20 billion because he innovated something, but you don't make it an acquisition. We do that with cars. I actually saw uh, somebody made a joke. Somebody made a joke about the Rolls Royce star ceiling. It's like, you can have the Rolls Royce star ceilings. I was like, yo, we was doing that at Impala's like <laughs> ah, in the nineties. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we innovate, we innovate everything. It's like, we in, like all the luxury cars are what we were doing in the hood. Yeah. My dad had a TV refrigerator and a car and a Cadillac in the seventies. Every car has that now. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just what we do. We just do flash, put Mink yeah. on the floor. Just stupid. Give <laughs> me the edited version, please. You know oh, sorry. Well, yeah, just stupid stuff. So, you know, we just we just do wild, flamboyant stuff. Yeah. And then, but but that is cool. Yeah. And people want those things. And so, um, as a development team, I was like, we need to own it. Because a lot of times we have these, you know, these, these, these things that we build, that we sell. Like prime example, and I'll, and I'll use this. This is a very, very great thing that's happened with QC selling, right? Mm -hmm. They sold their label for like $250 million, yeah. right? But I, I also, we also have to sometimes shoot a little higher to be like Tyler Perry, to own mm -hmm. everything. You know, there's a difference between, I think. So are you saying they shouldn't have sold? Um, no, because the reason why I say that, that, that they shouldn't have sold, because they can still take that revenue and do other things with it. Like everybody that's selling their catalog, they can do. It's a business. Businesses are built to be sold. Everyone will. But I'm the kind of person that wants to take that chance to own the entire infrastructure. People look at Tyler Perry like, okay, it's like this. When when most black filmmakers in Hollywood want to go make a movie, they have to walk around to a bunch of production companies and say, can I have money to make my movie? Can I have money to make my movie? Can I have money to make my movie? Tyler Perry goes in his back pocket. He writes a check for his movie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Then he goes to his studio and films the whole project on the studio and then he puts it out on the streaming service because he owns half of BET Plus and gets $100 million a year from that deal. Does he own half of BET Plus? It's a, it's a, well, he gets $100 million a deal, $100 million a year off that deal. Yeah, a BET Tyler, Plus. Tyler he, the Perry, And Golly. he licenses his content. So he took his content from TBS to Lionsgate to own and now to BET. He just moves it around. He never sold it. He licensed it. Mm. And so people look at Tyler Perry like, well, how, where do we exploit him at? How do we, where do we get in? Where do we make money? He, he owns it from, you know, inception to distribution. And they can't get in. And they can't get in. And we have to do that with social media. There's, there's, we have to. There's never been, you know, there's never been a black founded social media startup that has achieved the level of success of an Instagram or a Facebook. But we have to do that because there's so much there's so much been you you telling me you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Right now, sitting in this room with all these people, you're telling me if Fan base is making $113 billion a year, or when it is, that we're not going to give money to the hood. We're not I taking- would hope so, for sure. And because I know I know you and what you stand for, but not everybody. It's not like what Bob Johnson, right, of mm-hmm. BET. No, that's not – but he make $115 billion. That was like $6 billion. But still, whatever he did with the $6 billion, yeah, he would have done with $116 billion. Right. So, I mean, it's it, it's that's it's kind of one of those cases. billion a year. It's, it's a – it's it's a way to, it's, it's it's multiple things that it does because it just it gives the opportunity to empower us mm-hmm. via our culture. It's just like you know lifting ourselves up. My point is, whatever you're doing at whatever level of success you are mm-hmm. doing it at, if you have more success, you'd be doing it at the same level. Like for instance, I go to schools now, mm-hmm. but I've been going to schools to talk to kids since I made my first hundred thousand dollars at with my t-shirt brand when I actually netted like 25,000. Right. But I was still going to school. So the point is, I know, I believe like once you build it because you have a heart for people and um, I believe you would come back and help the community, right? And and it's about disruption. If you're not pissing somebody off when you're building something then you're not doing it right. Right. And I'm pissing Instagram and Twitter off. Are you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they like, yeah, but that's a. I keep saying that's a good thing though. They're worried about me. Yeah, and it's like I'm just a little guy because if if it's it's like this, it's like if the culture and the technology are under one roof, where do we exploit? Hmm. Where do we exploit? Where do they? Where where you know? All the culture that black all the all the 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 revenue that black culture brings into Facebook and brings into TikTok on the on the back end of that, where's that money going? To shareholders, the squad. shareholders or private, private owned investors mm-hmm. that are riding around in yachts and saying, you know, cool. All right. And again, I, I would ask anybody to go to Instagram off the $115 billion, you know, they said and say, Hey, put, put like, you know, why don't you put like 5 billion a year in the hood? And they're like, no, but keep doing those dances. <laughs> keep making them skits, though. Keep making. We need them skits, though. Right. And what what makes fan base different? So fan base is a democratized social network. It's separated because one, um, and I said this before, Instagram was really really fun from like 2000 
2010 to 2014. Mm -hmm. And Instagram is the only social media platform that I knew what it was going to do the moment that I used it. I was one of the first million users on Instagram. I said, oh, this is about to kill. Oh, this is about to kill the website. Mm. This is going to kill the blog. Why did you Why did you feel that? Because I don't have to go to ESPN. I don't have to go to Worldstar. Worldstar's here. ESPN's here. My friends are here. Everything is here in a feed. It's convenience. Mm -hmm. It's mobile. It's in my hands. And I'm just sitting, I, it's just right there. Yeah. So it just made everything. It's a container, right? Rather than, rather than a standalone store, which websites are, websites are a standalone store. Yeah. Instagram was a mall. Like mm. everything's in there. Gotcha. And so you have, you stumble upon other content, other people. And I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. And so community at the core is really what the success of, of Instagram is, but again, it has like that, that, that timeline of what's going to make people valuable and, and, and relevant. And so, um, Instagram was just, just something that I, I, I got, but you could go viral on Instagram and get like 2 million users in yeah. a day. You know, you might be on world star, like some fine on teachers. Working out, right. And then yeah. advertising came into play and advertising changed everything. It turned everybody on the platform into a competitor against the platform. So everyone that is on social media right now is in competition or the platform is in competition with you. And I prove that hmm. a million times. It's based off visibility. It's ads, ad revenue, right? Expl explain that. Okay. So let's take the word, let's take the word follower and throw that out the window. Hmm. All right. Now let's take someone like Kim Kardashian that has 300 million followers, but let's turn that to viewers. Okay. Use the word viewer now. How many people watch the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. A lot. 118 million. 118 million. How much did they charge for a 30 second spot? Trillions. $7 million. Mm. So if Kim Kardashian could post a piece of content and instantly reach 320 million people, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, not like the Super Bowl's on one day a year for four hours, she could charge $21 million every time she posted a piece of content. And the brands would come directly to her and never spend a dime with Facebook and Instagram to ever run an ad. Like here, Kim, here's $21 million. Put that shit on your page. 300 million people about to see it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they would do. So the moment that advertising came into play, platforms started to suppress your content. Mm -hmm. And I proved that. I tell people, go, go look at go look at Kim Kardashian's page right now and look at her following versus her reels, right? Her reels views or whatever. And it's mm -hmm. it's about maybe 5%. At one point, it was like 1.8% because they have to limit your visibility so they can run advertising. Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me, a pretty successful entrepreneur, to coach you every single day, to give you all of the game? I'm talking about every day for an entire year, Monday through Friday. I'm on I'm on a, a virtual call teaching you how I've done the things that I've done and me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays, we do a Q&A where not only do you get a chance to ask your questions and get them answered, but you get, the you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are going to help you too. What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10,000? 
Not even close. It will probably be closer to a hundred thousand because it's just I don't. I, I my my time is valuable, and to give you the sauce that's going to help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least a hundred thousand. But what I've done is created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. We'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that I built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, let's get back to the episode, but keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. That's how they make their money. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got and it. Got then, it. And then they tell you to, so then this is how they trick you. So then they say, well, to get higher in the algorithm, post more content. But by posting more content, all that does is give them more content to run ads in between. So you're feeding, you're giving them space to run more ads to make more money. And they're telling you, do that because it'll make the algorithm and you'll get higher. And But do they boot the algorithm so that we have that result of posting more? Because you post more if you get more engagement, right? So are they shooting? No. They just, they just, they just nullified all that yesterday. They just proved all that was some BS. Mm. They said, oh, we're starting Meta Verify. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Meta verified. You can buy your blue check now, but it also comes with higher visibility, higher ranking in search. Yes. Yeah. That means your content was never reaching nobody. They was lying to you the whole time. Right. Okay. I see. You have to listen I to see. what you have to listen to what they're not saying as opposed to what they're saying. Yeah. They're telling you, like, oh yeah, reach more people and get higher visibility. Fam, if I have 200 million people that want to see me and you're only showing me to 7 million people, you're playing with my money. You're playing with my reach. You're playing with my audience. I have a product to sell. I have a message to get out. You're playing with them. Or why am I here? So when you buy the verification, and are they going to let everyone be verified? Anybody that pays $11.99 a month, which again is a subscription, and we'll get to subscriptions in a minute. 100%. But I wonder if the paid verification will look different somehow than the celebrity verification. So I'll say this, probably so. And if so, it's because of fan base. So I'm just say this. When I built fan base, I said, you know what we need? I told Ramiro, I said, for people that work at fan base or really early investors, mm. we need a gold verification badge. So there's the blue. Yeah. But then we got the gold. Right. Like high executives, high level investors, very important people, right? As soon as Elon took over Twitter, if you go to Twitter right now, all the Twitter accounts have gold verification checks now. And all they're going to do is get everybody, what they're going to do is they're going to let everybody use Meta Verified and they're going to switch that check. They're going to switch the color and add another level. Really? Go Hold on. Twitter. On Twitter, there's gold verification. Go to Twitter right now. Just go to Twitter and then start and type in the search and start Twitter. And all the, all the official Twitter accounts will have gold verification badges. Well, the only person I really follow, I do follow Elon. So he no, he, won't, he, he doesn't have one. And I only, I only follow a few people because it started getting too crazy. And I got kids. And if you see, if you go on Twitter, if somebody likes something like I'm talking about, it's porn on that joint. It's inundated with porn. I don't know how it stays on the App Store. Yeah, that. Yeah, I only follow six people, bro. The people that I know ain't looking yeah. at that. No, but just take a look at this. Look at these accounts. So see Twitter. That has a gold check. Oh, mark. right. Gold check. Right. Michael Jackson blue check. Yeah, but I mean for official accounts, right? Now let me show you. 
So on fan base, Jackson Blue, you got it. So on fan base, when you search for users, I've always had that. Mm. Yeah, I've had this since like 2018, 2019. And that's for people that were on early. Yeah, or, or, or people that work for the company. So you know, like, oh, this is an employee, like a high-level executive of Fanbase. So Rama, uh. who's my CTO, the official Fanbase page, Dre works for Fanbase. So you'll know, okay, those are those are people like, okay, I know who that is. Gotcha. All right, so, t- dang, that's crazy. 200, th- oh, th- this is my question. Before I I find out what you did with the 200,000, what makes Fanbase difference, different in terms of social responsibility? Because you were saying they make all this money and mm-hmm. they don't bring it back to the hood. What, is, what makes fan base different? Because we don't run ads. So it's not based on advertising. At all? Based on ref share. No, it's a ref share model. Meaning you can have followers and subscribers on the exact same page, which is why when, when, when Instagram started doing subscriptions, we knew that was a big sign because remember, I told you Apple would not let me build what I wanted to build at first. Mm-hmm. Me and Romero went, and this is a great, this, is, this, is, this shows you how great a CTO Romero is. We said, okay, I spent all this money. And Apple says, I said, we want to build an app where people can subscribe to people, but like use like the fingerprint or the face scan and they just charge. And they were like, no, you can't do that. And we were like, why? And they said, well, we have this thing called a subscription profile. It means every time you subscribe to a product like Spotify or Tidal on the back end, we have this thing, a profile for you. They said, we're not going to let you build an app that you could have a user subscribe to a hundred million, I mean a hundred people. And then you want it with a hundred million users. And we got to keep up with billions of subscription profiles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're screwed. I said, I spent all this money to do this. We ain't gonna be able to do it. And me was like, no, he goes, listen to what they're saying. He goes, that means you're about to do something that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. He says, follow their rules. So we're not going to break them, but we're going to bend them. So the initial prototype of fan base was you could subscribe to one person. That's a profile. You could subscribe to three people. That's a profile. Or you could subscribe to five people. That's a profile. And they said, okay, you can do that. And we built that. Mm-hmm. And then we heard Instagram was doing subscriptions. And we hit Apple and it was like, wait a minute. And they were like, oh, yeah, you should reach out to subscriptions. We've had a change of heart of the way we view subscriptions. Oh, like, wow. Like, oh, word. Wow. Oh, word. Word. <laughs> Ooh. But we did it. So we, we transitioned. And, and so now you can subscribe to as many people as you want. Like they created SKUs. Like they changed the model of subscriptions. Mm. And let you create SKUs with price points, and you can have a, as many, you know, a certain number of price points, and subscribe to as you know as many people as you want to. So I was like, oh, we did that. We were the first app to do it. So they're following you. They have to though, but I'm not worried because they, they, there's there's a it's a big world out here, man. Like you know what I'm saying? There's and and again, them kids are not coming to Instagram. Yeah, I be on my fan base too, man. I get I get a, a notification from you every day because you be like there'd be a particular topic. Yeah, like all right, Grant Cardone says this. Let's talk about. it. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. Here's a, so so my my goal for fan base is like subscription is going to change the world, right? Right. It's going to really change the way because it's so much money that people are making because what social media has built. Um, their legacy off of is like fame and clout and notoriety. 100%. That leads to revenue, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, give an exhaustive amount of content, go viral, and then maybe become famous from that. Mm-hmm. And so much of my experience in the music industry has prepared me for tech because nothing's more grimy than the music business. So once I got into <laughs> tech, I was like, oh, this is easy. This, yeah. this is going to be easy. But it reminded me of the mixtape game. Like, okay, so social media is like mixtapes. You just throw out mixtapes after mixtape, and then the one song they hit, 
And you get famous and you might become a star. That's where social media is right now. And so I was like, okay, but that is a cultural black culture behavior as opposed to white culture behavior. What's white, the white culture? White community puts a value on something the moment that they create it and they charge you for it. They do. There's never, I, I, you don't see no country mixtapes, no pop mixtapes, <laughs> no EDM mixtapes. Hold, hold on, Garth ain't make no, Garth Brooks ain't make no. no mixtapes. And then on top of that, when you get to, when you look at platforms like Patreon, like mm-hmm. check them out, the majority of the creators on there are white. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use 
promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal that make the most money and they, they started they might have started in 2016 but they're making $198,000 a month off 20,000 people mm. You see what I'm saying? So I tell people, I tell people, do you want a million followers or do you want a million dollars? Because I know people with 13 million followers on TikTok that are broke. Yeah, 100%. All it takes is 5,000 people paying you $2.50 a month, right? That gives you $12,500 a month, $150,000 a year. Mm-hmm. 50,000 people is 50,000 people is $125,000 a month, $1.5 million a year. So imagine... The, the average American salary is $47,000 a year. All you need is 5,000 people paying you $2.50 a month. You're making $150,000 a year, more than 97% of Americans. That's the future. And mm. nothing's going to stop that now. Now that we're all connected through mobile devices, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet with a smartphone, only 222 million people on Netflix, only 616, I mean, 200, yeah, 616 million people on music streaming services. But 7.5 billion people being able to subscribe to another 7.5 billion people is going to obliterate the revenue that any of those platforms can make combined. Wow. Nothing will beat that. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10,000? Like if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're positive, you're going to make a million dollars, would you give me 10,000? Of course you would. It's no brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast, but there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast, but I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby, but... I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. So uh, you're saying you don't run ads, but that doesn't necessarily ruin the experience. It and it seems like at some point fan base will run ads. But here's the thing. If I run ads, I have to compete with you. Where's the value? I have to, as soon as I start running ads, I'm in competition with you. Hmm. Okay. Why would they run ads with me? They were like, oh, I can just run ads on one of the famous people on fan base. There are other things that we can do. I just wanted something free that people could say, look, I, I can, and I, and I say, I, I can, I can start my, my web series like awkward black girl and take it all the way to insecure on fan base from the very beginning. So it can mm. start out with, Oh, we had a hundred subscribers in season two. We got 5,000 subscribers in season three. We got 300,000 subscribers. Now we don't went and bought a little studio and we got to sit and I can pay. We got cameras and everything. We don't blowing this thing up now. And right. it just keeps going. When I tell people the amount of money that's going to be made. Right. And I can hypothesize. Right. And, and, and show you like, um, the Rock has, I think it's like 360 million followers on social media, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not his fan base. Think about this. Everybody, 5% of the people that follow you are your fan base. The other 95% of people that follow you follow you passively like a magazine at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. They're nosy or they're haters. 
Right? <laughs> the other 5% is your fan base. Because if that was the case, every time Beyonce dropped an album, she sold 200 million copies. Yeah. No. Nah, she's selling 200 million copies. It's like she's got the Beehive is like 14 million people worldwide. Mm-hmm. They go see her shows, buy her products, and stuff like that. So The Rock has about 18,500,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. That follow him on, that, that are his fan base of that 360, right? Yeah. So let's hypothesize real quick to say. Brother, you know these numbers. Right? Give him a round of applause. You know these numbers. I'll tell you. Them stats, so, being smart about your business. Golly, this is impressive. So let's hypothesize that The Rock says, I'm going to charge $14.99 a month to subscribe directly to me on Fanbase for content, me working out, stuff that I'm mm. working on with my movies, whatever. And he takes half that revenue. Apple and Google take 30%. Right. We take 20 and give 50 to the user. That's right in line with YouTube. YouTube Shorts actually takes 55% of the revenue. You get 45. Mm. Twitch is 50-50. And TikTok pays about two to four cents per thousand views. Okay. So let's just say he makes seventy seven dollars and fifty cents a subscriber, right? So we'll just take that number. This is what he would make a month. Hundred and thirty eight million. Right. And this is what he would make a year. One point six billion. billion. And what I'm saying is no matter what any of us do, that is about to happen. Because there's nothing and, and my and what, what what's always mm. so what's always so crazy about this is social media is a very is a psychological it's a psychological masterclass on behavior patterns, right? Because I've been studying this for years, right? And this is what I mean. Is anybody familiar with OnlyFans? Everybody familiar with OnlyFans? Okay. No. I'm married, brother. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's still market research. Never heard of it. It's, like- still, it's, still, it's still market research. <laughs> but let me explain something to you. The very first time that I saw OnlyFans, I was like, yo, the strip club industry is dead. It's over. Mm. It's finished. You're telling me as a stripper that I don't have to stay up till four in the morning in a smoke-filled club with strange men grabbing all over my body, and I might walk out of there with $1,200 when I can sit in my house mm-hmm. and make a 1,000 times the money and never see anybody. But yet, today, women are getting up right now to get ready to go to the strip club and strip because mm-hmm. it's just what they know. Yeah. But there are a few women that I know that left and did OnlyFans, and they're millionaires. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm out of here. They're gone. They're making millions, like millions, like millions on OnlyFans. Because it's the world is your store. Yeah. There's nothing, so there's nothing that stops. And when I and, and, and I'll just show you so you see, there's nothing that stops. There's nothing that can stop this. Let me show you what I mean by nothing's gonna stop this. You see this user right here? So she has a a, a, a page, right? Mm-hmm. So I want you to see how fast. Show the camera. Show that camera right there. Oh, see if you guys can see it. But this okay. one right here. That let one me right turn. My, let me turn my brightness down a little bit. Let me turn my brightness down a little bit. But let me go back. So if you see this right, to subscribe to a user, I hit that button, and then I hit this button again, and then boom, a thing comes up, and I subscribe to that user for four ninety nine a month or whatever. That's it. That's everybody on the planet. Mm. So the ability for everybody on the planet to receive revenue that fast. So, so when Taylor Swift sells 2 million tickets in an hour on Ticketmaster, she can have 2 million subscribers in an hour that pay her month over month. Mm. No one's ever gone really viral. Like, but my, my point is it keeps happening, and I'd be like, y'all don't get this? Like When Bad Baby said she made $50 million on OnlyFans in a year, y'all didn't just drop what y'all were doing and be like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Like, If we can do that, and she made that money, that's real money that she made. Yeah. That's more money than Cardi, Lotto, Nikki. Megan, Doja, and and the first thing that I did is went to her OnlyFans to subscribe. Real talk. How was it? I it was a hundred. <laughs> no, listen. It was hundred and sixty pieces of content. Mm-hmm. She was in primarily bikinis and lingerie, 
and no video was longer than 10 seconds mm. of 160 pieces of content. She made $50 million. <sighs> and I had this conversation and I'll say this to anybody that's listening right now that hears this. If you do not start monetizing your content via subscription today, five years from now, you're going to be out-earned by someone that is less talented than you are that simply decided to do so. It is not about the talent. It's about simply doing it. I've, had, I've sat with comedians. I've sat with, I'm not going to name the names, but I've sat with comedians that are doing shows, $30 ticket shows in Atlanta Comedy Theater, and I show them this comedian named Tim Dillon who has a podcast, and Tim Dillon's making like $212,000 a month of like 30,000 people. And they're like, I'm funnier than Tim Dillon. Yeah, but he's bringing in $2.4 million a year, and you don't even know who he is because he's doing it off subscription. Mm. You're driving city to city in a van. He's shooting comedy specials and streaming them, and the, and the audience, the money comes to him. He doesn't have to leave. Oh, my gosh. I'm launching a Patreon this month. You shouldn't. No? No, you should launch a fan base. So long. I'm on fan base. No, but you should utilize. What I mean by that is you should. See, Patreon is not a social network. It's a content house. Once you go to Patreon and see your content, what else is there to do on Patreon? Nothing. Exactly. But people can come to subscribe to your content on Fanbase or be there for somebody else and discover you and then subscribe to you there. So it's the best of both worlds. It's the audience you bring and the audience that happens upon you. Well, obviously, Instagram stole that from you. They have subscribers. Mm -hmm. But it's only like your stories, I suppose. Or now you could do No, you can post. Yeah. But again... What difference does it make if your content's not being seen by everybody? We don't suppress content. Meaning if you have 100 million followers on fan base and you post a piece of content, we're putting it on 100 million people's timelines. Mm. They might not see it all at the same time. They might see it like within a week, but we're not suppressing your content to run ads. That's the, that's the advantage. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Dang, that's brilliant. You're yeah, smart, man. I try to be. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So do you have, okay, do you have a fan base subscription where people can subscribe to you? Yeah, but I don't, I don't really use it. It's not like you don't promote it like that. No, it's not. I'm I'm too busy working on the company. I think I'm thinking of things to do. Yeah. Something that I can do. Um, We just, we're just, we're about to launch variable pricing because one of the mistakes that I did make in building the company is not giving the choice of user to pick a price. Mm. Everybody would ask that. Can I choose my price? And I'm like, hmm. Because the data shows that the most successful people on, on subscription-based platforms are people that charge no more than four ninety nine a month. They're the ones that make all the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But let me, let me look at my fan base real quick. <laughs> let, me, let me just let me just so log in right quick. A subscription on fan base is four ninety nine, but we are we're creating eight price points that users can choose, um, and we're launching that probably in the next like two weeks. So you can charge two ninety nine, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. a month. Mm. And you wind up with 50% of that revenue. I actually have nine followers on Fanbase. See if you have any money. I'm only following you and Bistro. Hit your notification bell at the bottom. Notification bell. And hit revenue. And hit revenue. 
Um, no, I don't have any revenue. Let me see. However, wait, scroll down, swipe it down. You somebody might. just uh, they mentioned me. They okay. mentioned me six weeks ago. VSG Entertainment. They oh, mentioned yeah. me on Instagram. VSG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! That one post that I did on their page went by. They were oh no, I ain't got no money, bro. No, swipe so, down, pull down, other am. way. Swipe down, pull it down. I'm pretty sure you do. Why? Where would I have money okay. from? So let me show you something. You about to give me some? Yeah. Pull out your phone, throws. So, so let me show. I know the owner. Give so, me some. So let me show you something. That's so, so what's your page on, on, on Fanbase? Uh, my page is Social Proof. Okay. So there's another thing that we have um, on Fanbase called Love. Mm-hmm. So you can like posts and you can love posts. When you like a post on Fanbase, it's free. When you love it, you give the user half a penny. And you can love any post on Fanbase as much as you want on any vertical. Hold on. I can love a post for free. Like a post for free. Like a post for free. Mm-hmm. Love a post for how much? You're tipping the user half a penny. And you buy the love as virtual currency, like like coins on 2K or Call of Duty. Right. So if I want to buy some love, so I have 350,000 loves. So if I say, hey, look, I want to buy 500 loves, I buy the loves from the app store, I double click, I make the purchase. Oh, you can just start showing people love. And then I can show you love, right? So then I go to your page, That's right? Hard. And then you can love a post as much as you want to. So watch this, I'm about to go. Hold on, here. everybody, pull out your phone, download fan base, okay? Let's just download it, all right? So see this post right here? You got a like, right? So when I, see that? Yeah. Okay, but I can love it. Matter of fact, I can do this thing called big love. So I can give you 100, 500, or 1,000 loves. But I'm going to hold down on that button. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. I just give you 5,000 loves. Now, go to your account. Hit the notification bell. Refresh. I got $25. Give me a round of applause. (laughs) Wow. 25 bucks. And anything over $25, we pay out the first of every month. You know what you're doing because now I want to use fan base more. And that works on live. So those hearts that float up on Instagram that mean absolutely nothing, right? That's love. You make money. You know what I'm saying? So I get on fan base and DJ. Like, I'm not a DJ, but I get on there and DJ, but I get love for DJing. It works on stories. So you can love stories. We have audio rooms like Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces, but they're monetized. You can create subscriber-based audio room. You can take Social Proof and turn it into a live podcast on, on audio in fan base and make people subscribe to come in. Oh, wow. So when you're on, so, so that's dope. So, so when you're in the audio, so look, so when you're, so when you're in an audio room, they're having a black history conversation, black history is excellence, right? So all these people are going to be in here talking. Okay. So hold on. Show me where I'm at. Show me where I'm at. Where am I going? Where do Hit I go? The home button. Hit the home button. Hit those little speech bubbles at the top. Speech bubbles. This one. The top, the oh, oh, bubbles at the very top. And those are the audio rooms. I got to update my joint yeah. so I can, okay. So see? So that's them just in there talking, can I see? Yeah. yeah. What that tells me is that there is an inherent greatness amongst. And, and this is good, man. Because think about what it takes to just create. Now, this is good. And then, and then you can love what people are saying. So see how everybody has a heart next to their name? Mm-hmm. So if you love what he's saying, just tap on the heart. Just tap on the heart next to the guy. See, I'm giving him money just for talking. Wow. And being a multi, I'll show you something you can multitask. So, so if I say, "Hey, I want to just listen to the conversation and still enjoy the app," there's the app. The room's right there, so I can still scroll the app, right? And then I say, "Oh, let me get back in the room and listen." 
And that's the room. Dang, that's good. And then we have our version of TikTok, which short form videos is very, very popular. It's called Flicks. So we have our version of short form video. Um, and and uh, uh, right here. You see, I don't have my wi- my Wi-Fi. I here. wonder. How, okay. So I got nine followers. This is cool. Yeah. Can y'all follow me on fan base? That's Social proof. Follow me. All right. So we have short form video. The reception isn't here good, but just short form video. So just like you can make, you know, make um make videos with music and all that all kind right, of stuff. Show the show the camera. Make make video with music. Um okay. so it's just like kind of like our version of TikTok or Reels. And then there's long form content. Fanbase plus is where the game changes though. Okay. Fanbase plus is our version of Netflix or YouTube or Twitch or pay-per-view. Okay. Which means you can upload up to two hours worth of long form content and put that behind a paywall. So that could be a podcast, a TV show, a reality show. Um, I did Bloomberg. I've done a couple of uh, um, shows before, so I'll show you what I mean by putting the the podcast or, or, or interview or anything behind a paywall. Um, this is so cool, man. I wish we had. Wait, I wish. What's the What's the Wi Fi here? Though I wish I did it. Wi Fi. I would show you some of those questions. Joining us right now is Isaac Hayes III. He's the CEO of a company called Fanbase, which has a little bit of a different spin on the way they do social media. And Isaac, thanks. So. That's like your YouTube. So you can put a, you can put a movie up there. And the reason why I use The Rock as an example is if The Rock can make $1.6 billion from his subscribers, then he can say, let me take $200 million and shoot my own movie and put it on my fan base page. I don't have to deal with Netflix. I don't have to deal with the studio. I get mm. all the money. It's the, it's, it separates everybody. See, the thing, the thing about it is, is like the, the way that subscriptions are going to work is it's going to shift the, the power dynamic in business. Mm-hmm. Right, artists artists can make more money from their subscribers than the record companies pay them. Right? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. How? So you have a lot of celebrities on there. Mm, yeah, we have a few. So how do you get them to pull off of where Massa mm-hmm. has given them validation mm-hmm. and have them come on to? You don't. And I talk to my team about that all the time. I've even talking about that in an audio room. What I tell them is I fully expect no one, and I said this, nobody that's on Instagram or Facebook is coming to Fanbase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody on Instagram and, and Facebook is coming to Fanbase. They're, that psychological training that I said, that's a, it's a relationship. Like it's twelve years slavery. You've built twelve years a slave on Instagram. No, but no, but it's not. It's it's, it's really it's a re, it's a relationship. It's yeah, personal. That's right. I've made friends on here. I got memories on here. I've got like I put so much time into building this content. Like they're not going anywhere. It's about new. It's about new, the, the younger generation. They're the ones. I'm, I keep telling. I was like, look, there's some rappers out here gonna be mad about five years when there's some like seventeen year old rapper that's making twenty million a month off subscribers and be like, what is going on? Because mm. he's connecting directly with his fans in real time. He's making content. He's sharing his life. He's doing all this cool stuff, and nothing's in his way from making that money. They're the ones that are gonna. They are going to inherit the earth. The wow. youth are gonna inherit it in a way. And as these jobs disappear, as AI comes into play and starts taking everybody's job, mm-hmm. like everybody's job. Like they, I'm, I was playing AI yesterday of of Whitney Houston singing a Mariah Carey song. Then I t- we just listened to that joint. It's crazy. Yes. I, I I did so. Everybody, you familiar with Linza? Linza's the app that everybody used at, at at Art Basel that went viral that turns you to those artsy photos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know what? I said, I made my little Linza photos. I said, you know, 
for those that don't know, my father was a, a famous musician by the name of Isaac Hayes. I said, let me send some photos of him in there and see what Linza does to him. And what Linza did to him blew my mind. What Linza did to him was it started making photorealistic images of him like he was alive. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, we got a problem. Because <laughs> if Linza is making photos like this, you would have thought my dad took that photo. AI made Oh, that. wow. That's it? Yeah. I'm going to turn the brightness up just a little so you can see. AI made that. That's a real photo. Fo- that's a real photo right there. But that's not But AI made that. Sure. Damn. So that lets me know. So that lets me know that the photographer's out of a job, the stylist is out of a job, <laughs> the editor's out of a job. Like the job is gone. We were talking about that. Like, like you know, we, we were talking yesterday about like, oh, Chef can come back on South Park now. Isaac Hayes can drop a new album. He can be in a mm. Cadillac ad. He can start doing voiceovers again. The AI is going to like, I, I said 2023 is the year of AI. They just, they, they, they turned the faucet on this year. They running it. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about NFTs. <laughs> right. <laughs> NFTs and crypt, nah, AI. Gotcha. So you're, you're not trying to entice people to go from their home platform to Facebook. I would never, I would never tell you to leave anyway, because you spent I time. I telling people to leave. Either. No, I'm not telling them to leave. Stay. Some t- well, not leave, but no. What I'm saying because you built an audience there, leverage yeah. that. That's yeah. marketing. That's how you market. Yeah, because you still leverage. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna use Instagram. I'm not gonna stop using any of these platforms. I'm yeah. just saying that one of the things that we did do is I built a program. They don't like me for this either, but I had the team build a program that allows you to migrate your entire page over, so it'll copy all of your content from Instagram and paste it over on Fanbase. What? Yeah. yeah. So you can just move. You can, you can do that moves. now. Yeah, I can do that right now. Yeah, I did it with a. Uh, I did it with um. I'll do it right now. Hold on, I did it with um. Let me, you know, with you though. Let me. I'm gonna have the team like do it manually. Mm-hmm. So, because there's a, it's a backlog. Like people are always migrating their content. But like DC Young Fly came on the platform like maybe about a couple weeks ago, and I'll show you what I mean. You are so um, smart, bro. I would have never oh, yeah. thought of this. When I had, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Hold on. When I had him, when I, I'm trying to find his page, but you'll see, you'll see certain people's pages and they would have migrated their, um, their entire page over. Is that inside fan base, like a feature that you're doing? Yeah. It's in the settings. Okay. Let me see. But, um, so, so, so see, so see how DC Youngfly has 1,980 posts. He didn't post all that. We moved all that. Oh, we just copied it and pasted it over. Okay. Okay. Hold me down. And now the cool thing about that is, is now everything that was free on Instagram is now in a place where people can love it and make money off of it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all his old content is instantly put in a position to be monetized. You I'm see? actually put, I'm updating my profile right now. So all that, all that content was there. So now you can have followers and subscribers. And, and, and that content is instantly, instantly monetizable. And this is the one thing that I say about it. Like there is no person. Okay. What, what makes a person a business? What makes a person a business? What makes a business a, a business? Oh, what makes a business a business is a legal structure and okay. income. The ability to receive income yes. for something that you can sell. Yes. That means by default, every single person on fan base is a business. There's not a person on fan base is not a business. You were just a business. I just gave you $25. I just made $25. 
You see what I'm saying? There's nobody that's on fan base that's not a business. Now just decide what you want to sell. The store is open. And seven and a half billion people can shop with you. Mm. Instead of you having to be on the corner, it's virtual. It's in real time. So 200,000, you start getting it going. But then you started raising money. Oh yeah, that was that was that was that was that's that's a whole different thing. How much you raised? So so far we've raised about eight and a half million. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eight and a half million dollars. Yeah. But I did it a really unique way. Okay. In a fun way, and I think a very special way. Um my un, my 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 music industry experience led me to observe that venture capital, for those that don't VCs are like they're the ones that fund startups mm -hmm. and startups. I look at VCs as like, they're the record company. And then fan base is like the artist. Mm -hmm. So I had a meeting with a VC and the first thing they asked me was, why would you want to go up against Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook? Like they were like, they were white and they were like, he's a giant. Like, why would you do that? I said, for one, knowing that I have a Ramiro on the team, I said, I can build anything that Facebook can build. Mm. They can't build me. They can't build black culture. Yeah. They need black culture. That's a fact. If they didn't, it's just a bunch of like pet videos and trees. <laughs> ah! Dead ass. Ain't no dances, ain't no jokes. Doesn't matter. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. So the culture and the tech under one roof, it's like that. So COVID hits and I said, I'm not raising no money from VCs, but Ramiro's like, man, we got to raise some money. So if you don't, you know who Dawn Dixon is? Yes, my so, dog. So Dawn was the very first woman to raise a million dollars in equity crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. She took advantage of a regulation um, signed into law by Barack Obama and Joe Biden called the Jobs Act. Mm -hmm. And so the Jobs Act was legislation that allowed people to raise capital for their businesses from the general public. Yeah. Here's the biggest scam of all time, ladies and gentlemen. In about 1933, um, they came up with a term called an accredited investor. Yes. That means to protect the general public from squandering their wealth on bad investments. <laughs> or making money. <laughs> yeah, right. Make bad investments. You have to make $200,000 a year for two consecutive years or have a net worth of a million dollars in 1933. Mm. That ain't even got nothing to do with color. Right. It's classism. It's yeah. like right after the Great Depression. Doesn't matter, <laughs> right? So the, the IBMs of the world and the Microsofts and the Apples were all funded by already rich people that had the first chance to invest, mm -hmm. right? That's a credited investor. Um, one of the seed investors in Uber is a guy named Oren Michaels. He put $5,000 into Uber in 2010. 5,000. Mm -hmm. When the company went public in 2019, how much was this $5,000 worth? Trillions. 24 million. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You, know how many, you know how many street dudes I know with 5Gs? Yeah, 100%. Me and 10 of my friends could have got together and put 500 a piece and walk away with $2.4 million. Goodness gracious. But again, it's illegal. But it's not illegal for us to buy $5,000 worth of lottery tickets or go gamble in Vegas and spend $5,000. Talk about it. So, so Barack Obama said, no, we're going to put this law that we're wiping the accredited investor rule out and you can raise up to a million dollars from anybody that wants to invest in your company. Mm -hmm. They can have stock in it. And so Don was the first person to do that. And she taught me the strategy of raising capital. She was another person that helped me. Mm -hmm. Like in all this, none of this happens without black people teaching me and sharing information and being willing to share. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen without Barry, Justin, um, um, Jewel, um, um, Angela Benton has a company called Streamlytics, who's the one that made the introduction to Start Engine, and Dawn, who gave me like 
the game. Like this is the strategy, the marketing strategy that you used to raise. I credit yeah. all those people for, for showing me the path to get to where I can do this. Um, and so my initial goal was to raise a million dollars. We raised like a million in like three weeks. Mm. And that was pretty fast. Like I did when I do, when I do podcasts and, and great shows like these, we see spikes in investment. So we raised that, um, relatively quickly. And then the sec changed the law that you could raise up to $5 million. Mm. So we went ahead and, and, and raised 3.4 million in our first round, about 2.2 in our second round at a $50 million valuation. Fanbase started at $20 million valuation. We raised the 3.4 there. The second round, the valuation of Fanbase was 50 million and we raised 2.2. And I just raised another 2.5 million at an $85 million valuation. And I'm not stopping. So your so, company is va- worth $85 million. Yeah, it's valued at $85 Valued at $85 million. Right. And, and so what that does is we have about 13,000 investors, but they all own part of the company. And most of them are young, black, older, black. Tell black, how mad I invest. Black people. It's not too late. It's not too late. No, you can invest today. So, because the last round was so successful that we we over we over it's called oversubscribe. We had about six hundred thousand dollars of extra investment, and I said, since this this is the last one of these I'm doing, because at some point you have to raise ten twenty million dollars from venture capital. Yes, but the difference is now, as the label, I'm the independent artist that sold eight point five million dollars worth of shares out the trunk of his car. You can't give me the bull. Yeah, you can't yeah. give me just the basic deal. Like here's twenty five percent of your company for two hundred thousand dollars. Right, you can't do that. Now it's now it's leverage, and mm. and we're proving ourselves in the space as the model that is leading, you know, the subscription revolution in doing so. And so I said, I'm gonna leave the raise open as long as I can legally to let anybody that wants to invest in fan base invest. And how much? What's the minimum investment? Two hundred fifty dollars is the minimum. Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, maximum is two five million. No, the maximum you can minimum to invest is two fifty. The maximum you can invest is a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. How did where do you get the valuation of your company from? So typically it kind of works like real estate and 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 metrics. Mm-hmm. So you'll take a company like Clubhouse. They raised 10 million at a 70 million dollar valuation. They had 2500 users and very little technology, but they raised that money. Um and you have to and you have to validate that with the SEC. And prove like this is why you just can't make up an arbitrary number like my company's yeah. worth whatever and raise. They're like, mm. nah. So you have to look at like Patreon. I'm sorry. Um, Clubhouse, they had twenty five hundred users, valued their company at seventy million. And raised ten million dollars. And raised ten million. Right. They've they've already they raised over three hundred something million dollars now. There's another company, there's another app that built their app after our app called fan house and i don't even mind i don't even mind promoting it because the app is not good but it was just surprising <laughs> that from venture capital they were able to raise 33 million dollars at a hundred million dollar valuation with hardly any traction at all so i just yeah. said oh well at the time that i raised with fan base for for, for at a 20 million dollar valuation i mean at, when i raised a million at 20 million we had like 20,000 users or 10,000 users. We had had proven, I had a proof of concept. Right. First thing I had to do, have a proof of concept, which means I needed to prove that people would subscribe to other people. And what made me understand that, that it's a younger person's mentality. First time I told one of my friends, I'm not going to say her name, but she's like in her thirties. And I was like, Hey, would you subscribe to like 
this person for their content. Like, I'm not subscribing to no other person. Like, she said it like that. Mm. Right? This is before I decided to be a fan. You know, you, you know the idea and you run about somebody to see what they think about yeah. it? Yeah. You're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I was in the Apple store. And I saw this young girl. She was probably like 18, 19 years old, Latina. I said, can I ask you a question? I said, who's your favorite artist? And I'm thinking she's going to say somebody like Rihanna or, uh, you know, Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande, right? And she named some, like, very indie, like, Latino band. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, and I have to use this language, so bleep it out if you have to. But I said, hey, if, 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 would you subscribe to them for, like, $4.99 a month if you could have, like, videos of them working on their album, you know, behind-the-scenes footage, and maybe every now and then you have early access to buy tickets to one of their shows? She goes, yeah, it's only four ninety nine. and walks off. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to build this thing. Because they get it. They're not thinking about it. Like my brother, my little brother, my little brother is 16 years old. He doesn't know paper money. Right. He knows, he knows what he can buy off StockX wow. through his step card. You know what I mean? He knows Cash App. He knows that. Yeah. He doesn't know. He knows. He doesn't know getting in the car and waiting in line. And He goes, it's on StockX. I hit the button. The money goes out. It comes to my house. <laughs> He's that's never why, had that's it. why virtual virtual spending, you know, virtual currency increases virtual spending. Man, and yeah. with subscriptions, you don't you you don't it's the it's the it's the bite you don't feel. It's the four ninety nine you never see Phil leave your account every month. You're not even thinking yeah. about it. That's a fact. Yo, so interesting. I was in the car and I have like some change in my little. the little uh, cup holder, mm-hmm. and I went to the car wash, like wash out my car, and I'm like cleaning around the change and I started thinking to myself, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Get like, it was, it was like a moment for me, like cat cash and especially coins. Like what am I supposed to do with these coins? Right. So virtual spending, it's not like, uh, it's not like you have to even think about like, you can't see how much you got left. Right. You know what I mean? You so spend it. we used to have like $20, you spend it, you're like, oh, I only got 20 You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going to get 12 back. What else am I going to do? You, you're doing math in your head. Yeah. You don't do that when you spend virtually. Because you don't see it. You're not paying attention. You're like, oh, it is. I want it. Right. It's impulse. It's yeah. an impulse purchase. And those, and, and, and you know, like an impulse purchase social media platform that allows people to subscribe is limitless. Yeah. It's like, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna revolution and I say like I say this it this is going to happen so I sound like the guy in the disaster movie that's like mm. you know winter is coming or whatever yeah. like this is the future that's kind of dope dope too because you don't have to have a big following to create a subscription because there's gonna be somebody that likes what you do and that's our motto everyone has a fan base might be fifteen people might be fifteen hundred people. But you can, but it's something that you can build and scale. You have time to increase. Okay, I got 15 people. What can I do to get 30 people? You can start to build upon it and grow and scale and work at that. And again, it's a psychological barrier. Like there's so many people that are not like I, I was in a room of of users on fan base, and they were like, Well, what can we do to get more people over? And I was like, guys, they're not coming. There's only three there's only three types of people that are on fan base right now. Early investors, right? People that want to support a black founded startup. And people that like to try new things. Everybody else ain't leaving. I don't expect mm. them to leave. But what I do expect is the younger generation, 18, 19, 20, who will switch apps. Like these kids now change their username every day. They'll wipe their profile clean. Really? Yeah. They don't, they're not attacked because it's about the content of them. It's not about building 
memories. It's not a, that, that. It's not about that. Or today. building a brand that it's people. Not, are, yeah. just, I mean, when you on Facebook, you still got college photos on your Facebook page. Hundred percent. Right. These kids don't care about that. They'll wipe the page clean, change the name, start delete the page, start over. It's about they just want to see cool stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually wanted to change my Instagram name. There was a lady. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't say this, but it, I, there was a. I was going to change my name because mm-hmm. I don't like really build my t-shirt brand sleep is for suckers anymore, but I'm mm-hmm. like so afraid of like some sort of disconnect because all of my, like all the podcast has my Instagram name and my, you mm-hmm. know, people are used to it. I'm afraid. What do you think? Hold on to it. What do, what do you want to change it to? My name. What? Well, well, I mean, something more like my name. Yeah. I mean, I would, well, I mean, what are you doing with that brand, though? Do you want to do anything with it? Not really. Then just change it to your name. So much. See? Content out in the world. Hard um, to let go. I'm a slave, brother. Done. <laughs> I, don't ex- I, don't ex- I don't expect people, but again, I just don't, I don't, I don't worry about that. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, that's why I think, I think he asked the question, like, you know, how do you stay grounded? And I tell people all the time, like, you have to look at human beings. I don't get offended by the decisions that people make. I don't take it personal because we're binary people. It makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. For every decision that I make, someone's going to disagree with you. It has to be that way. Yeah. I was talking. I was in a room. I was talking to DJ Vaughn, who's Lotto's DJ. Yesterday, we were having a conversation. They get it, but I was like, I was like, what is the what is the scientific equivalent of hate? What is hate? Like, what's a hater? Um, Someone that stops you from trying to do what you're trying to do. Yes. It's a force against you, right? Yes. So gravity is hate. That's the fact. If we didn't have gravity, we'd be just like jello blobs floating around. We wouldn't have muscles. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have all these things that make us strong because we wouldn't have a need for them. Mm. So you need hate. You need people hating on you. You need something pushing against you to make you stronger. <sighs> you have to have it. It's a necessity. It's the yin and the yang. It's 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 important. That's a clip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's important. <laughs> It just makes it what it is. It's like it's 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 the it's a it's the force opposing against you that makes you stronger. Without it, it's like you just you just walk out in the traffic, get hit by cars, stick your hand in fire and burn, and you just you know you just like you have to. It has to be something against it. So when people are like, oh, I don't like fan base, and I'm not using it. I don't. I'm not jumping there and like. Urgh. I'm like that decision has to be made. People have to have the freedom of choice. So I don't take it personal. I'm just not. I'm out of that. Like, again, I said, I'm, it's, it's not, a, it's not, a, I'm a very, I hate to say that I'm, I'm not an emotional person. I just lead with logic. Yeah. I'd rather Man. lead with logic than emotion. It helps my decision making. But I mean, you do have to be thinking of like, how can I, I I'm sure some influencers hit you like, yo, bro, I'll be the, I'll be the brand ambassador. Cut me in. Yeah. You got any like that? We do, but, but there's a couple things that, that make sense about that and don't make sense about that. One, we are, we're far past the era of spokesmanship. It's over. Is spokesmanship it? is dead. Influence. Influence mm-hmm. over spokesmanship. Meaning like the person that slaps their name on the product, the product never sells. You're right. It used to be if Jay-Z wore your t-shirt, you're an instant millionaire. Here, here's, here's a crazy part. This, this is so funny. In like 2006, 2007, Jay-Z said, we off that Chris, we on that Ace of Spades. Yep. I guarantee it was 10 years before people even knew who owned the company. Mm-hmm. He just sold it, like $250 million. <laughs> uh, I right. seen studios with gold bottles everywhere. Yeah. Y'all didn't even know he owned it. If he told you he owned it, y'all wouldn't have bought it. 100%. Y'all, it's not as good. It's not, 
It's not Cristal. Yeah. No. He influenced you to buy that. Yeah. He said, I'm rich, famous. This is the, the premium champagne that I drink. And then everybody went and bought it. And like, I owned the company the whole time. That's influence. Mm. Spokesmanship, people gonna hate on that. So that's why I don't, I don't, I'm not really into spokesmanship. I'm into influence. Right. But how would you structure a deal I'm asking for a friend? I mean, equity is always, equity is always a conversation, but mm. this is what tends to happen with equity. People aren't realistic about what equity is worth, the value, mm. right? People are like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I want 5% of the company. I'm like, fam. I know fan base is a hundred billion dollar company. I'm not giving you five percent of anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like I think at Max LeBron made like 35 million off the beats deal. Mm-hmm. Cool. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, look, we can we can we can work out where when we exit an IPO yeah. and or whatever the, the eventuality of what, mm-hmm. what happens with the company, you can do that. But five you know how much five percent of a hundred billion dollars is? Yeah. You know, and I and I put that value like you think fan base, I was like, well. I was like, at one point, Facebook had a market cap of nine hundred billion. ByteDance is a privately held company; they're valued at like four hundred billion dollars. Mm. They're privately held. I said, like, "Oh yeah, fan base. If that's the case, with what with monetization, the way fan base is a hundred billion dollar company." Yeah, that's what I mean by holding on to it before. Now, now, nobody knows what's going to happen. I could sell or could get sold, but what I'm saying is, my intent is to never sell until I'm at maximum value. Got you, got you. So have you done some deals with people that make sense in terms and have, and here's the other part, have they continued to promote? Because everybody's excited in the front when you it first doesn't, see a it, deal. No, and I, and, I, and I really haven't asked people to do that because the money's there for you. You're leaving it on the table anyway. Yeah. I told you, if you're not monetizing your content today right now, you're just wasting, you're losing money. Every yeah. single day, every single person, you're losing money right now. You're losing money right now by not monetizing. I mean, you're monetizing somewhere, but yeah. if you're not making that, you know, and what happens with, with you know, celebrities is one, they want to look cool. They don't want to look lame. They don't want to be the first person to the party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're already making so much money, they're not paying attention. Yeah. Which is why someone like Bad Baby can leapfrog and make $50 million while y'all think it's just that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be like little kids walking around here worth $100 million. And you'd be like, yo, what? Wait, how did he do that? Like, what happened? Fan base. And he's like, yo, I got, man, I got, man, I got 10 million subscribers on fan base. What you talking about? Mm. What are you talking about? Like, that's y'all right. over here, wait, y'all over here posting your content for free? For views and likes to get people to just buy tickets to your show? I stream all my concerts on fan base. What are you talking about? I love it. I'm, yeah, okay, listen, if you're watching this, make sure you download fan base. I don't have no equity yet, but I'm just doing listen. a genuine conversation. Download it because I'm, Especially I can migrate all my stuff over there. I'm Go there. to startengine.com okay. slash fan base yep. and invest in fan base today. Gotcha. Minimum is $250. The price I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest. Yeah. And I think you. because here's the, here's the eventuality of that, right? And why I said this, when I said raising capital is going to be very special and important. When we IPO or when we exit, it won't be the Oren Michaels. It'll be the, the people that believe that put $250 in that potentially could turn to 1.5 million because of the valuation of the company. Yeah. And I'll be standing in a room with 13,000 mostly African-American people that are all multimillionaires. It'll probably be the largest, the largest distribution of wealth to black people in America was when Bob Johnson sold BET. He made more millionaires when he sold BET than anybody ever. I want to really? obliterate that. I want to I I make 13,000 multimillionaires. 
Ooh, we, we clapped that up for that. Yeah. All right, like I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna invest. All right, so K K, let's let's invest real quick, okay? Let's do here. Come to. Um, oh, you can do it on your phone. What you got put in? The, like, what information is needed? They, I mean, it, you have to build a profile, but it's like it just it it allows you and. And mind you, I'm I'm invested in other startups. Mm. The cool thing about equity crowdfunding is it allows us to fund our businesses through ourselves and then lift them up. So, gotcha. so my boy Charles Alexander, that these guys out of Chicago, they're called the Black Bread Company. They're the only black-owned bread company. In yes, Australia. I saw them. Yeah. I invested in that through Start Engine. I got them on Start Engine. I referred them to Start Engine and invested. Nice. Don Cannon with Tomorrow App, I invested. Um, I'm invested in Dawn's company. I'm invested in Popcom. I'm I invested in Dawn's I'm company. I'm invested in Streamlytics. Mm-hmm. I'm invested in... What's the other one I'm invested in? Oh, I'm invested in Crown and Hops. Mm. My, my girl, Benny Ashburn, it's a black-owned brewery. I invested in their company. Mm. Um, Sienna Sauce. There's a young girl out of Houston that makes a sauce called Sienna Sauce. What should be investing? Like, huh? like what levels should be coming in? I'll put like $1,000. I mean, you, but, but as, as, at, at early stages like that, that's all you do is put $1,000, $1,500, $2,500 in. Gotcha. You don't all have right. to go crazy. All right, just pull up a chair real quick. We're going we're gonna to set up our, our profile. And I think if I, set, if I, if I invest now, then my, my, views, my users... Uh, viewers will also invest here. Take my card. We're going. We're going to invest five thousand. Give me a round of applause. Five thousand. There you go. Because I'm going to be a multi-trillionaire. Okay, I said I'm not going to do no podcast. Okay, I I just love, but you know, what, <laughs> like when, when I came here and looked at this facility, like this is exactly what, like we we're going to build. It. We're going to need these. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, this is exactly like because I have a I have a podcast room at the office, mm-hmm. but it's like. Content creation is going to be like it's, it's needed. There's so much sure. content that's going to be made. I was I was like because this is how how long ago did you build this? Last time I came here, you were in the other you were in yeah. another space. Yeah, so I, yeah. I got the building in 2020, October 2020, mm-hmm. and we actually opened and started operating October 2022. So it took two years, but it was literally it was no walls. It was four walls yeah. and a dirt floor. Yeah, and you and I, I was like I was here like oh. You've been in here working. Like, yeah. You've been working, but everything that, you see. But it, but it's but it's, it's like this is exactly like I'm I'm in here I'm in here peeping y'all stuff. I'm in here looking right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got you. you know what, what what, what's the investment link? What is it? Uh, StartEngine.com/slash/fanbase. StartEngine. I think I might have a start engine because I think I invested. If you in do, then you already have an account. Start engine. I think because I wonder if um if uh. Dawn's, I invested in something. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I have an account already. Start. I have to have a, yeah, I do have a um, start. Cause so, I got some emails from it. So. Start engine. So the terms are, and I, I like to tell people what the terms are. So people know um, of the investment. Um, okay. See if I got to start in under my info. Um, my info account. Hold on, let me try it. Yeah, I think uh, y'all gonna invest. Here's the thing. So I'm gonna show, and I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen. So the the goal was to raise 2.5 million, mm-hmm. and we oversubscribed. I increased the limit to 2.698 million, and we're we're at 2.667. Congrats. But, but like I said, like. You, if you can't invest, if it's not time, join the wait list because if the round opens up again, which I can't say, but you know, it's I'm going to accept those dollars. Okay. 
And so I'm going to keep accepting those dollars because I just want as many people to invest in the platform that possibly gotcha. can. Okay, I don't think I have a start engine. So, well, see, just see. If not, we'll do another. Uh, we'll do another account. This is a pleasure, man. I've been wanting to do this show because I like you. Thanks, man. I, like I just, you, too, you know, man. you know what I'm saying. And it's like, and I know that you have an audience, and it's like, it's smart. And I've been wanting to do this. I said, I, I knew when I came here. I said, this is gonna be one of the best. I think this is one of the best podcasts I've done. Wow! Thank I was you. just because because give cause us it, a round of applause, man. Awesome. There's just so much. There's just so much happening right now, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm observing. There's a lot going on at the company, and yeah. I just see like all these changes. Again, mm-hmm. it's like I don't I don't consider it a fight because mm-hmm. we we don't know that we don't know the lifespan of a social network. Yeah, next year Facebook's gonna be 20 years old. Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, and it always changes. Always a new one. And what I yo this was maybe a few years ago. I was telling somebody that there's always. There's always like the new, the early adopters on a platform are the ones who are the celebrities. So there's, there are a million people like your, your Desi Bankses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that came from Vine who didn't have a whole lot going on. Yeah. You go to another platform early enough and you become one of those guys. The Tila Tequilas. I call yeah. them. The MySpace had Tila Tequila. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's, and this is another reason why I say don't leave. We are cheat on your apps. Mm-hmm. People be faithful to apps for no reason. <laughs> People be faithful to the faithful to the gram or faithful to Facebook, yeah, right? Yeah. But if if DJ Khaled doesn't cheat on MySpace, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, he doesn't meet Snapchat, which is the love of his life, and it changed his life. Yeah. People just say, "I'm going to stay on Instagram." Yeah. No. The him on that him getting stuck on that jet ski on Snapchat mm-hmm. changed his life because yeah. he just went over there. It yep. changed, and, and and it was young people. He tapped into a whole young audience of people. That is his like. God, I mean, we talking about Jordan deals on tour, hit records, yeah. new. I mean, everything. You have to do that because you never know what. Try them all because you never know where you're going to find your success. You don't know what you're going to be successful. Yeah, with. that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. You never know where you're going to pop off at because it's happening right now. It happens all the time, man. It's going down. Listen, man. Make sure y'all set up y'all fan base. Subscribe. Oh, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, and in conclusion, um. If you, where do you see yourself in the next five years or what do you see yourself accomplishing? Because I want to watch this five years from today and be able to say, yo, Isaac sat with me. He said he was going to do it five years ago and look, it happened. I mean, I I just want to be, I want to, I want to change, I want to change the world. Like I want to disrupt the world. I really want people to be able to monetize and like make money. Like the world is about to get crazy and cruel. When I'm telling you, when I seen that, when I seen that tow truck pick up that car, the little flat robot, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, they out of a job. And the 24-hour McDonald's or the automated McDonald's and the, I seen the, I seen the, I seen the, um, have you seen the paint robots that are painting houses in like 10 minutes? Like they're just going up and down the house real quick, like they're painting Whoa. rooms, perfect lines. I'm like, yo, folks finna be out of a job. Like for real, for real, like jobs finna be gone. And so people are going to have to have a way to make money. You know what I'm saying? And so, and we have to start, we have to start monetizing wow. our content and not giving it away. Put a value on your content. If me and you were to start a bakery today, this is, this is, this is how delusional giving away content for free sounds, right? If me and you were to start a bakery today and we're going to give away muffins for free <laughs> until Tyler Perry walk in there one day and eat our muffin or Keith Lee walk in there and be like, this is the greatest muffin ever. You need to go shop there. We'd, we'd go out of business. Yeah. We have to sell muffins. 
Yeah. From the moment we bake it, sell yeah, it. 100%. So when you make content, you got to sell it. Everybody's not going to buy it. doesn't matter. It's the fan base of people that do, the people that do support you that will, and you can scale that business. You just can't, you can't give away content for free. Everybody's programmed because we're, everybody's looking for fame. They're looking for views and likes and attention and that dopamine. And this is all psychological. Like that's what I'm saying. Social media is, is psychology. Yeah. It's psychology and, and monetization, which is how to, how to do that. So we just got to take advantage. Like we have to take advantage. I want to be disruptive. I want to, you know, like I said, I want to create opportunities for people to have wealth and, you know, they, because I just feel like it, it aggravates me to the end that, you know, platforms like Clubhouse are valued at $4 billion. And I'm one of the people, Fadia Cater is one of the people that popped that thing off. Mm-hmm. And when the community said, hey, we're the one of the first million users on this platform, can we invest? And they said no. And then raised $100 million at a billion dollar valuation. Mm. And that's the day that I said we're building audio and fan base. And we built it. Dang. Because what, I mean, what, are they, what are, what's Clubhouse doing? Not a thing. Wag 100 bringing them all the views they want every day. He over there arguing with people and, and. Are they still lit over there? I mean, there's a small community. It's not, it's, yeah. it's fall, it's falling way, 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 way off. Yeah. But there's still people over there that live and breathe by that. Sit over there and listen to Grant Cardone. Just hang on every word. I'm like, what y'all doing? <laughs> like, we the sauce. We make it pop. Like, wherever yeah. we go. And this, and, and that is the, and that's the thing that I, that's the nugget that I try to give people. Let's hypothesize for a moment that we know for a fact that black culture powers social media. Yes. It gives it its value. hundred percent. Okay. So suppose someone built an app and allowed anybody to invest, including black culture. And then we all buy shares in it, then move over there and then pump the valuation of the company by just simply using it. Other cultures do it all the time. Don't it? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> we take a company and turn to we could take we could take a company and turn to a billion dollar company in a week. Just buy shares first. Just buy some shares and I'm over there now and then whoop, it's up. Mm. I don't know though. I mean, you know. Just a thought. Yeah, okay. So just something to are do. We, are we in there? Is it up now? Can we invest now? <laughs> yeah, you can invest now. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Startengine.com slash startbase. Startengine.com. You see it? Okay, so we got a password. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm about to do it right now, so y'all know I'm in here. I don't see a password. I don't think I don't think I have a. Oh, yeah, I do. There I, I want to, okay. but you know what it is. I want to work. I want to work with uh, with you though. Oh, it's because long form content, like we're getting, we're getting because fan base plus. Granted, it is a platform that anybody can monetize their content. Mm-hmm. Fan base plus is gonna start making its own content like Netflix too. That's, That's the thing about it. It's inside, so it's like because it's like. You can DM a podcast, DM mm. a reality show, DM something, but it's all in there. And my friends are in there and I'm making money and we talking mm. and it's live and it's all these, you know, these goodies together. Yeah. So, but con- we're going to need content. We've been having like lots of conversations about original content, but yeah, people make Patreons. And I'm like the same thing you can do on Patreon. You can do on fan base. Yeah. So okay. I would say start it over there. It doesn't matter. Like, like drink champs just got on, um, fan base. Mm-hmm. So they made a page. DJ EFN made a page. Nice. So people are starting, but. It takes a process to answer your question about how long it takes to build a social network. It just happens when it happens. Yeah. You can't, you never, virality is that you never know. Yeah. Everybody has, everybody has that moment though, that they pop off and they go crazy. Right. Everybody Mm -hmm. had it. Every, every, every platform had that. Every platform was just lying and something happened and it blew up. Like Michael Jackson passed away and it was like, everybody got on Twitter and just went super, super viral. Snoop was very instrumental in blowing up Instagram, but every mm-hmm. platform has that. And you never know when it's going to happen. You just have to remain consistent. 
Yeah. And then so preparation and opportunity is that's the equation for success. So it's, it's when preparation meets opportunity. Love it. I love it. Yeah. So let's definitely talk about it. Let's go to let's go to lunch or something because I think better when I eat. But uh, nah, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate this conversation. Yeah, You've opened up my mind. I'm sure everybody here appreciates it as well. Um, and we're just going to keep building. So if you let everybody know how they can, uh, again, one more time, uh, startengine.com forward slash fan base, yeah. right? Uh, let everybody know how they can contact you, how they can uh, connect you, and then close this out with a word of wisdom. So, I mean, I'm fan base. I'm on fan base. I'm at Isaac H3 on all socials. So Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. fan base. Uh, those are probably my primary ones. Um, wisdom. I don't. I mean, you just did it for ninety minutes. Bro. I mean, you, got, <laughs> you got something. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I, I, I think. I, I think. I, I think. I said them all. Like I think. I, I think. I said everything. I, I know. I think. I said everything. I got. I mean, you know. I. You know, for 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 people that, this is one thing that I say. You you do have to like start your vision. Like you can't be afraid mm-hmm. to try and and start something, especially entrepreneurship. Right. It's very it's a very um, it's a very scary place, Mm -hmm. but you learn to live with the ups and downs and be comfortable. But you'll never know if you never try. Like, you know, what I'm saying you don't if you never you know, you you just have to consistency is what I say. So you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever fails if you don't stop. Yeah. Stopping is is when it fails. If you don't stop, it's going to work eventually. And there's so many companies that did that. Like Nike was like. Nike was Nike was founded in like 1963 or something. Mm-hmm. something. It's called Blue Ribbon something. Then they changed the name to Nike in 1971. Yeah. Then they didn't get popping until 80. And then 84 is when they really got popping with Jordan. Yeah. Or the McDonald's brothers or, you know, it's just you have to continue to try. It's like you never know. It's going to work when it works. Yeah, that's a fact. And people are going to tell you it's not going to work. People are like, oh, it ain't going to work and all that. But again, that's necessary. Yeah, You need that. I love that. Listen, man, there's no way we can close it out any better than that, man. Thank you so much. Make sure y'all invest, invest in fan base, okay? okay. Invest, Donnie, okay? Well, Donnie's going to invest as well. Uh, uh, make sure y'all support our culture, our community, and not even supporting it because it's black. but Support it because it's dope. And I'm really excited about building an influence over there, right? Because it's easier to... How many people are on Instagram? Instagram has a billion monthly active users. A billion monthly active users. They'll never see me. But really, if if I can get a, a, a room of five or 10 people that can listen to me, and as the platform grows, those five or 10 go into 100, and I become the man yeah. on that particular platform. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with fan base. Plant your flag, man. Yeah, man. Take all this sauce over there. Take all this information over there. We're going to take sauce to fan base. Yeah. I'm on it. Ah, let's go. All right, man. Make sure y'all uh, follow, support. Um, do yourself a p- favor. Go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. Document how you did it. But I want you to come back to our community and teach our community how you did what you did. It's the only way our community grows. Okay? We out of here. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. What does this really mean? So, Everybody moving into the podcast, like even in, at VestFest, we went there, like went into the, you know, the vendor room and I seen no radio presence. No, you know what I mean? No streets. And that's like, odd for you. Very odd. Because you, you go to car shows, you see those. You see, you got to stop by Hot 107.9. Yeah. You got to stop by the streets and talk to Ferrari and them. You got to go to V103. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.